This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. of Just a Tip, an advice podcast. It's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batune, and today to help me help you, we have two people in the house. We've got Avital Ash to my left in a green chair. We have Jessica Richards on a very blue velvet couch. Hello. And me, in Clementine. <laughs> Woo. We got four ladies in the house. We just recorded an episode of their horror podcast, He's Right Behind You, yes. where we talked about Pan's Labyrinth. Very fun. Go listen to it if you like movies and if you like <laughs> funny women, then you'll love that. Yay. But now it's our turn to hear them spew wisdom from their lives. Oh, boy. Are you going to spew some wisdom? <laughs> spew something. <laughs> but before we get into anything, I usually stalk my guests. I found a few things, but I think I want to go direct to the source and play a game called Bursts of Firsts, where we get to know you really quickly. Whoa. It's one round of rapid-fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public, etc., <laughs> Whenever I yell stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. And since there's two of you, you can either delegate of like, I'll answer this one, you can answer that one, or you can answer them both. Okay. I guess we'll see how long it takes each of us to remember. (laughs) Yeah, if I can't. Yeah, that's a good call. (laughs) We'll try to answer them both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. A well-rounded team. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. What was your first job? Blockbuster. Ooh, selling cameras at a music festival. <laughs> First cell phone. Oh, I had one of those flip phones. When was one? like a Nokia. Mm. Siemens, Simons. It always seemed kind of like a dirty word. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. First pet. A poodle, rascal. Chippy chippy chopsticks, a bird. <laughs> oh my goodness. First kiss location. On stage for a high school play. <gasps> wow. Back the bar- parking lot of a bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> First that's so dirty. major purchase. <laughs> oh. My big spending was on a bed and a mattress a few years ago. That was like my, I really oh. shelled out some dough for a nice bed and a nice mattress. And then moved in with my boyfriend and don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a car. That is a good one. First choice in a karaoke book. 
Oh, I have a fear of singing, so pass. <laughs> I also don't like to do it, but I will sometimes do like a, a Loretta Lynn, One's on the Way, or um, mm, mm, uh, they're on the tip of my tongue. It's weird that I'm forgetting. I'll just stick with Loretta Lynn. Sure. <laughs> First internet screen name. Oh. GRFly237. <laughs> Wait, stop. <laughs> For Why? Gavin Rossdale slash Greedy Fly. And that was one of the Bush's songs, and I loved the band Bush. And then people always thought it was like girl fly, like I'm a fly girl, but it was just GR fly. <laughs> Greedy fly. <laughs> I don't think I have one. I didn't get AIM or anything. What? what? <sighs> Guys, my parents had Yahoo, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Never AIM. What was your Yahoo name? Was there not It one? was my mom's. It was, uh, you know what? No one was on it. It was really, <laughs> it was in sixth grade, it was really upsetting. <laughs> when did you get the Nokia cell phone? In high school. Oh, okay. All right. Single mother, guys. It was hard. <laughs> and first thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. Oh, that they're avoiding me. Of course. <laughs> Depends on the person. It's either like they don't have their phone or they're avoiding me. Yeah. It's always some avoiding me. First celebrity crush. Jonathan Jackson. Oh. From pro- General Hospital. <laughs> I, for me, probably Joshua Jackson from oh. Dawson's Creek. Whoa. We like the Jacksons. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Mine's Michael Jackson. <laughs> First concert. Oh, Bon Jovi. Uh, I saw this band Full Metal Jacket at a <laughs> new metal festival. <laughs> First scar. Full Devil Jacket, sorry, Full Metal Jacket's the movie. Full <laughs> Devil Jacket is the band. I thought that was your first scar. You like carved that into you. <laughs> Jesus. I'm really hardcore. <laughs> you know, I didn't really get hurt a lot until later in life. Uh, I was a real fragile kid. I got a scar from my dog's leash. What? Yeah, it was sitting down and she was like uh, just kind of walking around while I was on the phone and then she saw something and she took off and it just like razor burned or oh, rope burned no. my whole leg and oh then that gosh. took forever. To oh, heal. wow. I learned um, how to shave with like a pretty dull razor. Ugh. And uh, then, so I was used to pressing pretty hard. Oh, so no. my first scar was like shaving with like a fresh razor where oh, I just instinctively... God. pressed hard that happened one time I remember I was in like the seventh grade maybe and I was dating this guy I forgot his name now I'm gonna say Brian but (laughs) I I, I was in the bathtub and it was Valentine's Day and I was like ooh I'm gonna have like really smooth legs as like a gift yeah (laughs) (laughs) happy Valentine's Day here's my leg (laughs) here's hygiene for once (laughs) and I was like I was going around the ankle and it was really hard as a young child it's still hard for me the knees are hard yes knees and ankles are impossible oh my god the ankles the worst and so I was like oh I'm gonna get so close this angle is gonna be like the smoothest thing this kid's ever seen and the the power went out as soon as I was on the ankle bone and I scraped like it felt like I was peeling a potato like my skin came off blood everywhere yeah, that was and, yeah oh same bad oh have you ever fallen when you were standing in a in a shower yes yes how scary yeah, is that really before. scary in the shower yes did Whoa. you like when I was in Venice I got really, really, really sick and we were doing all this traveling and I fainted in the shower and I woke up in the shower and I screamed for my sister and she didn't come. And then when I got out of the shower, I went to her and was like, I fainted. And she could not stop laughing. Oh my God. And still to this day, if you bring that up, she will not stop laughing about how funny that was. How did you land? 
Um, cause that's the scariest part. Like showers are usually hard places. On my knees. <laughs> I, I was like, generally, they're yeah. hard places. They're not like carpeted closets. No. I, land I, I land on my knees, like oh. fall down that way with like hands and knees out. Well, Whoa. that's lucky, but that sounds painful too. When mm-hmm. I fell, my, I was facing around, like the, my back was to the, the faucet and I fell, slipped and my <gasps> back scraped all alongside oh, of God. the little, where you have that lever that makes it a bath or a not bath. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> not bath. I've been, yeah. I, oh, I'm so glad you both lived to tell the tale. I know. Can you believe Showers it? Showers are really dangerous. They are. And when you sneeze when you're driving, the Also worst. very oh. dangerous. <laughs> Just had that conversation. Also, anytime someone says, I'm going to jump in the shower, I go, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> like a dad. <laughs> so, downstairs, somebody was like, do I have anything on my face? And I was like, two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. And I was like, I hate myself. myself. <laughs> that's, I think my mom says that. Like, we turn into our parents whether we want to or not. Yep. It's crazy. It's true. It really is. Hopefully they're good at least. Yeah. Good parents. <laughs> Yikes. And moving on. <laughs> First thing you do when you like someone. Ignore them. All the way? <laughs> kind of. Oh, tell them jokes. Oh. Ooh, I want to stop for both of these. <laughs> so ignore them because playing hard to get is sexy? Yeah. Oh. I ignore them because I'm scared. Yeah, I guess it's a combination because <laughs> playing hard to get is sexy, pl- if they think I'm not interested, maybe they will be. I'm not going to embarrass myself if I just don't talk to them. Yeah. I always go far too, far too far. <laughs> so quickly, so far. If someone DMs me, I'm like, here's a paragraph and like three jokes that don't stick. Yeah, I've never played hard to get in my life. Wow. Ooh. I've been like, hey, hey, could not be easier to get. Hi, how's <laughs> <laughs> wow. I remember somebody, I can't remember what it was, but they were so convinced. They were like, no, you were into me because you said this and this and this. And I was like, I would never say that if I liked you. Like, oh, oh. Cause it was like something nice. <laughs> I'm like I wouldn't, that's not how I've I. I've always asked guys out. Really? Yeah. I've never waited. I've always been like, look, if you don't like me, I want to move on with my life. That's Love smart. That. I have asked guys out too, actually. How do you ask a guy out in a way that, because both of you have different tactics of doing it. So yeah. I want to know both ways. I guess I haven't <laughs> been like, will you go out with me? But I've drunkenly gone up to someone and been like, here, you should take my number. <gasps> cool. Oh. How do you do it, Jessica? I haven't done it in a million years because I've been right. with my husband for forever. But it was always very much like, uh, when, <laughs> drunkenly. Whenever mm-hmm. I'd get drunk, I'd make plans. <laughs> that was like, it was a real problem for a while. But I would always be like, look, we should really... Let's, you know what? We say we're going to go see that movie. Let's get it on the books. When is the next show? Let's get it on the books. Let's buy a ticket. It's so cute. You're like a a flirty secretary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I'd wake up hungover with a lot of plans. Like, I get calls from people that are like, okay, so I made the reservation. You're like, what are you talking about? I drunkenly made plans to do mushrooms with a boy once, and I didn't remember it, and my friend... The next morning was like, are you really going to do mushrooms with that guy? I was like, what guy? Oh, <laughs> oh no. my God. He was a fun guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was good. Yes. That was good. And then we did. We actually did do it. Fun guy with the fun guy. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Oh. It was really fun. Neat. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Wait, now I also want to know about you. How I ask guys that? Yeah. Well, I don't. Oh, great. Oh. I think I, well, the thing is like, ah, I'll probably be like, have you done this escape room? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I'll ask, I ask guys out to drinks or like, because I think that people equate dinner with like really heavy gravitas. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just like, I'm hungry. You're hungry. Like we can talk while we fix the hungry thing. But other than that, like, I think people have like, they're nervous about dinner. Right. So I don't really ask people to dinner, but I ask people out for drinks, I think. Yeah. 
I don't know. I guess I haven't really done it in a while either. That's a very sleepless in Seattle tactic. The the dinner or the drinks? uh, Tom Hanks is like, you can always do drinks. And then if it goes well, you can say, hey, why don't we get dinner? But you don't just do dinner. Then you're stuck with the person. That's true. Yeah. Dinner is a lot. I was talking about that with another friend, especially with like the the age of internet dating or like app dating. If when people are starting to do that, it must get really expensive for, I mean, this might be like archaically stereotypical, but in generally the, in a heteronormative relationship, the the male would pay at the first date at least to go like, oh, I can provide da da da. But like if I were as a guy, that would be so expensive. Right. Yeah. They should ask for gift cards to restaurants for Christmas. Yeah. Or be like, let's walk the reservoir for our first date. Yeah, that sounds coffee. like you're going to murder me. <laughs> hey, let's meet down by the river. <laughs> It'll be dark. What's the absolute worst first date that you can think of? Oh, my God. Uh, I know mine, but it's kind it. of a long story. You're like, I'm getting tortured. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, so not a date I've been on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in theory. Yeah, being tortured would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst uh, non-torture date? That actually happened or? Oh, that you can imagine. Like you were like, I would hate to do this or a real date. That's been terrible. I had a real date Mm -hmm. where um, he lived in Santa Monica and I happened to be in Santa Monica. He suggested a coffee place. I suggested a different coffee place because he he said one that I was like, oh, we have that on the east side. Like, let's do this. Yeah. So he comes in. He's immediately angry. (gasps) I've had that too. Were you early? No. He was, why was he angry, do you think? No, well, I was there first. I wasn't late. So it wasn't that. He just comes in in a bad mood and he's like, "Um, where's the bathroom? And then the like, guy. I don't live here. Right. <laughs> the guy at the counter, it's one of those situations where it's like sort of you need a key and it's around the corner. And so he's really mad about that. And the key's like attached to like the biggest coffee cup ever. <laughs> yes. I'm sure it was. He was like, the place I suggested had a bathroom inside. Ooh. And then he was like, oh, can we go geez. somewhere else? And I was like, okay. Oh my so God. we start walking to this other place and he goes, so what's your deal? You're like punky Jewish girl. <gasps> what? And I'm like, uh, I guess. I don't know. And then I'm like, <laughs> he goes, both sides Jewish? And I, so that's a weird question. So I'm like, maybe he's Jewish. So I go, yeah, both sides. Why are you Jewish? And he goes, no. <laughs> and then we get, he's German too, which makes it kind oh, of worse. No. Really good looking. Uh, went to Yale, like so hot. But then this was just the worst <laughs> date I've ever been on. So we get to this other coffee place. He said he had to pee. At this point, I already have to pee. But he's staring <laughs> at the coffee menu for so long that I'm eventually like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I just order and I go to pay for my coffee. And he's like, no, I'll get it. And I was like, okay. But he's still thinking about what he wants. Mm -hmm. So I just go into the bathroom because I don't know what else I want to do. I come out. I peed very quickly, worth noting. I come out. He's standing (laughs) waiting outside the bathroom and goes, you knew I had to go. (gasps) Oh, my God. And I'm like, I know, but you were still like ordering. He's like, I was still paying for your coffee. No. And then. This is the wooing period, too. (laughs) Yeah, this is date one. Imagine how bad it gets at date six. This is date number one. This is horrible. And then we keep walking and. He tries to kiss me. In the middle of the day? Yeah, as we're just like walking. And he goes yeah. like, I can tell we like each other. He must have been like. Delusional? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, it was just like one thing after the next. Um, eventually, this like ladybug landed on his neck. And I like went to go take a picture of it. Because I was like, oh, I haven't seen a ladybug in so long. And he starts freaking out, like swatting it off of him. Ooh. And there was a dog barking. He's like, between the dog barking and the ladybug, like this date isn't going very well. And I'm tempted to just leave. That? Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, you can leave. I'm not stopping you. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, we'll probably never see each other again. And I go, probably not. And he goes, huh. And turns around and walks away. What? Oh, no. That Anyways, was crazy. That was my worst date. At least you got a free coffee. 
Yeah, that's Although true. Although it's not really free if you're having to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of work for a free coffee. It was I emotional for peeing. Yeah. I got yelled at for oh. peeing on the date. That sucks. Yeah. No, I've been yelled at on a date before. What do you mean yelled at? I was in college. I was a freshman. And this guy I started dating, he came to pick me up from my dorm. And he called me when, you know, I was in the dorm. And he called me. He goes, I'm downstairs. So I came downstairs and I got in his truck. And as soon as the door shut, he started screaming at me. What? And he goes, don't you ever make me wait for you again. Oh, my God. I when I come here, you should have been downstairs waiting. This is like Captain oh Vidal all, of, all over again. <laughs> yes, watch Can't his flashbacks. <laughs> oh, my but God. My immediate thing was like, and oh, you okay. didn't get out of the car then? I sat in the car. No, we went somewhere. And then when we came, we came back, I was like, this isn't going to work. You Only when you came back? Yeah. We went out and ran. He, he was like taking me to buy school supplies or something. What? He didn't have a car. I needed to get the supplies. <laughs> oh, my god! But then gosh. we came back. I mean, I, I've just always been where I was just like, oh, you, this is not how we talk to each other. No And way. I just ended it because it's like, if this is what you're doing now, this is the first week of us dating. Right. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, he sounds abusive. Right. Totally. That's I'm crazy. pretty sure he was. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. And he's actually yelling like, Loud. He was screaming. I mean, he was Texan. I'm, I'm from Texas. Yeah. So it's, not, it's not a weird thing. <laughs> but he was like very country yelling at me. Uh-uh. Wow. Cannot have that. Scary. And it really, it scared me because I've never, I'm like a goody good. I don't get in trouble. So the second someone even like tells me in a polite way that I'm doing something wrong, I burst into tears. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my right. gosh. Because I don't like to be in the wrong. Yeah. And he just started yelling at me in such a way that like, I didn't even cry. I was like numb because it was like, so what intense. is happening? Whoa. Oh my gosh. What about now in arguments? You said you only get loud earlier. Avital, you said that you only get loud during arguments, right? <laughs> yeah, I meant more like opinionated, like uh, playful, I guess. But, oh. but I do, my therapist has told me, my old therapist, that when I'm angry, I start like talking faster and louder. Ooh. Not yeah. yelling, but just. Right. Yeah. You just pick up the pace and mm-hmm. the volume. <laughs> what is in your like friendships and relationships? How have you been able to argue healthily? Um. It's interesting having a partnership with Jessica. Oh, yeah. We had a rough partnership in the beginning. Really? We did. We were just like not communicating. And I think once you start coming from a place of like, here are my insecurities yeah. and this is what mm-hmm. I'm worried about. So this is feeding that. And okay. then you realize, oh, we're both just insecure. Totally. It's not like she hates me or I hate her. Like I'm right. Yeah. And we well, we were friends and then we decided to work together. And it was like we just didn't know how to talk to each other. So she was saying things that triggered my stuff of being like, she's doing this on purpose. Uh And then I was doing things to her that she's like, she's doing this on purpose. And then like, we had a few conversations where we really were like, I promise I'm not doing this on purpose. And she's like, I promise I'm not doing this on purpose. And then we had to really like take a step back and learn how to talk to each other in a way that we understand each other. Yeah. It's also helpful when you know, like I've learned that, like I asked my mom, when did I, cause I've been on antidepressants like my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, since I was like 11 and I was like, why did I get started on antidepressants so early? And she said, oh, your teacher said that you had a lot of questions and they thought that you needed to be medicated, which seems kind of fucked up, but I will say I have a lot of questions. She has a lot of questions. And people think <laughs> I'm being argumentative or that I'm like angry or I don't trust them, but I just have a lot of questions. Interesting. So if I can warn people, which I feel like I did eventually say to Jessica, <laughs> like, hey, sometimes I'm asking questions because I'm trying to figure out the best move. It's not because I disagree with you. I just want to like explore every possibility because I'm anxious and I feel 
less anxious if I'm like, okay, this is option A, this is option B, this is option C. Here's what's good about all of them. What do we want to do? As opposed to just like, let's do this. And people yeah. think that I don't trust them, that I'm arguing with them, that I'm just argumentative. And it it really comes from a place of like wanting to understand and yeah. be thorough. So if I can like warn you in advance that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a thing, then it doesn't <gasps> feel so personal. Well, I, I'm like a loner. I shut down a lot. I'm yeah, yeah. very much like, okay, if that's what you want to do, let's just do that. Sure, and sure. And so, because I'm just like the the route of me getting hassled the less <laughs> is the best route for me. <laughs> so that was where she has a lot of questions and I would always be like, fine, whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. And she'd be like, no, 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 but let's go through the option. I was like, why? I just said that's fine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so then you could see us just like, it's just two brick walls. Yeah. And it took time. And yeah. now like we're at a really good place where we actually can hear each other. Yeah. That's so interesting to me because in my past relationships, I've, I bring this up all the time with my friends and it's like it, the same thing, thing as love languages. If your acts of service and your partner is physical touch, like you have right. to realize that you have to speak the other person's language for them to hear you. Yeah. So when it's not about love languages and it's about communication, how did that look? Like, did you guys sit down and you're like, hey, we should talk about this and figure out how we can hear each other? Well, yes. yes. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of our problems were through texting. A hundred percent. Many problems. <laughs> texting makes it hard. But it's funny that you said the thing about love languages because there was even a thing where I was like, can we can we hug more? <laughs> like just to make it feel yeah. like we're friends first. And you I'm know? not a hugger. Yeah. Oh, no. Interesting. Because I'm very claustrophobic. <laughs> I don't like strangers. I don't like any of that stuff. So I'm very like... Hi, hello. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry and for hugging you earlier. <laughs> that's people always say I'm so sorry for hugging you. And it's like it's not I don't I don't get uncomfortable, but it's I'm not like I don't know, I'm just not a you just natural don't think to hugger. Do it. Yeah, you wouldn't do it first. Right. And so she's always like very very like politely like Hey, uh, can we hug? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And then today I'm sick. So I like specifically didn't hug either of you. I was like, no one touch me. <laughs> I don't want to get anyone sick. But it did feel weird because it f- feels like that's kind of how we get started on the right foot. I think it's like, a well, physical I like to closeness. talk things out. So that's part of also after we record a podcast, we'll call each other while we're like driving and like speaker f- safely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaker phone it. Sure, sure. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's talk through what just happened and then we can really talk. And then we oh, get nice. to a good place of like, this is what I liked about what we just did. This is what I didn't like. Yeah. And then we end like on a good note of collaboration. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. I also have noticed that sometimes when I feel and whether, I don't know if it's real or invented, but that same thing when you're like, when people don't answer, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know? So like those moments where I'm like, Jessica hates me. This is bad. Um, I'll usually, we'll be talking about work or scheduling and then I'll be like, how are you? And just try to like put it <laughs> into like a normal person territory, like what's going on in your life. But yeah. then I do get really in my head when Jessica doesn't ask me how I am back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like she hates me. Oh my God, and I just so never much. think to do that. Right. Like in general, for anybody, not like, not that specific question, <laughs> but sometimes when people are like, what's your favorite movie? I'll say an answer and I don't ask it back because I'm like, well, they were just wondering what mine was. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, She just cares about how I am, but I don't give a shit about how she is. So I'm okay. My brain just doesn't go into like, this is a conversation where we're both gathering information. <laughs> I love that gathering. I don't know. My brain is just like, I, I, you wanted to know, so I gave you the information. Right, right. I feel like that so much too. Sometimes, especially on a date when I'm like, uh, yeah, I ask what's your favorite movie and then they don't ask me back. I'm like, well, now you don't care about me. Right. <laughs> I fully am like, that's because you don't give a shit. I think, you hate me. Well, I, I always am like, oh, this person hates me. Yeah. Oh, that's my default for everything. Yep. That's so funny. I never think like that. That's so cool. <laughs> Because that's one I, of those ways where I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'll, I'll say something else. <laughs> yeah, that's good though, because sometimes I'll be on a date and I'll ask a question and they'll answer and not only will they not reciprocate it, Silence. they just won't 
ask yes. that question back yes at mm. all I hate I've been talking to somebody over text and I asked something and he answered and then like a day later he was like cool cool as if it was my job to continue I'm like you answered my question you didn't ask me anything back <laughs> yeah like people sometimes think you're rude if you don't do the next thing and, and I'm like you didn't bother to ask. yeah and now I'm just interviewing you yeah <laughs> it doesn't feel good right ugh yeah. <laughs> All of that to say. I feel like we answered that very thoroughly. <laughs> very, no, I love that. Okay, good. It's always, it's always cool because like dynamics in general with duos or more than one person, whether it's a relationship or a working relationship, it's just fascinating because I like agree. with friendships specifically in my personal life right now, I'm having a lot of trouble knowing how to navigate, talking about kind of our blind spots or yes. how, how they are that affects me and how I'm internalizing it. Right. And I'm just like, I asked somebody the other day, super candid. Like, can you tell me what my blind spot is? Oh. It was like the most vulnerable I'd ever and been. did you get an answer? I did. <gasps> they said, um, which I can totally see this, but I was, I was hoping that it would be a little bit more concrete of something that I could switch super mm-hmm. easily because it was, it's very true, but it doesn't happen often unless I'm feeling kind of ostracized or like if, if something is kind of going awry, but he had said, if which is really sad to hear. I also dated this person. So for everyone listening, it's not all of my friendship. <laughs> it's like just like someone that knows me a lot. And we were in a very close relationship. So he was like, sometimes it feels like if I don't, I guess, I don't want to say follow the rules, but if I do something that's not what you think I should have done or not something that you would do, that I'm kind of being distanced because of it. Like, I always feel like I might be doing something wrong. And if, and when you pull away, I don't know what it was. Wait, you mean you, okay. That you pull away. N- yeah. So they were like, I, Megan pulls away. When, when you think someone else is doing something wrong. Yeah. Instead of voicing, hey, I think this, exactly. you did this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like in, in the easiest way of saying this in the layman's term of like kind of calling back what we just said, like if I asked someone a bunch of questions and they answered, never asked me anything back, I'd go, okay, this person's not into me. Right. I'm going to save my energy and, and put it somewhere else where I feel taken care of. And then I'll pull away yeah. and they'll go, what, what did I do wrong? Right. Right. It's like, why don't you think about what you did wrong? Yeah. Why don't you figure it out? <laughs> I relate to that. And then sometimes in an effort to not do that, I overcorrect and mm-hmm. I can be really confrontational. And genuinely, all I'm trying to do is like save the relationship and not yeah. disappear. Right. And so I'm like, okay, it's either that I'm going to blurt out everything. Uh, like, what did he say? Are you ready to spew wisdom? I'm like, I'll spew something. <laughs> like, I'm either going to just blurt it all out and it might not go well, or I'm going to shut down. I know. And if the friendship matters enough to me. Well, that then- happens to me in fights where all of a sudden I'm like, this one thing, but also six years ago. Yeah, uh, I've been really holding on to this. Thing. Yes, totally. yes. I do that too. I do it's that. So with not my healthy. It's, it's not. It's not fair. No, because how are they supposed to answer for something six know, years ago? Right. They're different people now. Right. I know. True. And like devil's advocate to that is like, oh, here's some concrete evidence of how this has hurt me and affected me. Do you remember when this happened six years ago? And it's like, yes, they're different people, but also that happened. Right. And like you've been holding that resentment for so long. So here's kind of the the doctor's level itemized list of why I'm hurt. Yeah, which is so unhealthy because the person can't ever trust you if they're like, oh, whatever I do, they're just going to secretly squirrel it away on a list. And then the first time I don't unload the dishes, I'm talking about my husband, (laughs) first time I don't unload the dishes, you know, it's going to be like, a million things that you've been I know. secretly holding against me. I do think I keep score and it's not healthy. And I, I wish I didn't. That. I wish I didn't either. Yeah. How I'm learning we... how to not do that. How so? How? Yeah. <laughs> <Do you laughs> Take <just> notes. <laughs> you know, 
my husband and I have gotten to a really healthy place in our marriage where we're just really communicating. And a big part of that was instead of saying like, you did this, it's like, I, I felt like you were doing this. Yes. I feel is always great, but I still feel like I would hold score and then yeah. I would change it. Yeah. I'd change yeah. the language to I feel. So we really communicate. Right, same. Whenever something bad happens, I let them know like pretty quickly. Like That's so smart. I, you aren't doing anything wrong, but I feel really irritated right now. And why did you say that? And we just talk things to death yeah. in a way that we're like square with each other. I think as soon as it happens is I, I've got another, the same tip from another friend of mine that's in a healthy relationship. And I was like, that would be good if I did that. Yeah. Cause right now I'm single, but in my friendships, I could be doing this. Right. Yeah. You don't have to be doing this in your dating life. This is also applies to your friendships. It's true. It or just teaches family. you how to, Yeah how to behave in a healthy way. Do either of you ever have, I feel like I'm really bad at this, where if somebody has a quality that I don't necessarily like, but like I'm okay with and I tolerate, then anytime they come at me upset about that quality, I explode. Oh. Like this is a bad example, but I had a friend who, so pretty, but was always like, oh my God, do I look fat? Am I ugly? Do I look old? And it it started to make me really insecure. And then when we were going out, I would ask her. And then at one point she was like, you're just so insecure. And it really bothers me. And I was like, oh my God, are you joking? <laughs> you, you did this to me. Like, you did this. Yeah, I'm doing this as a response to you. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, but I've had that happen with worse qualities where somebody sure. will accuse me of doing something and and that's when, like you were saying, blurting out, well, you six years ago, but it's but it's mm-hmm. more like, but you do this all the time. Right. How can you? And then I, th- it's so hard to own any part of what I'm doing because I'm so mad. Yeah. That yeah. they're the one who, like, you're the queen of this. You're right. the king of that. How dare you? I think it is. You have to own it, though. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I've been learning is, like, as long as, and, like, even with our trying to work together and you were like, you were really doing this. And then I have to be like, I was. Like, because at a certain point, I'm just, what, I'm just going to be like, well, you were. Right. And then we're never going to work together. Right. So a lot of this was me having to, like, get to a place where I was like, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. How much of it is, like, when you have people like that, like you were just talking about Avital, and having something that bothers you but that you tolerate, in in order to prevent the you six years ago thing, how do you like talk about something that bothers you that's a characteristic of them? Ugh. That is so hard because sometimes I like, there are certain people where I'm like, I have a lot of love for you, but I can't have you in my life. Right. Yeah. Right. Like at what point is it just like, we're not really compatible it's so hard. I, I told a friend the other day that I, I might have to, this like, maybe if this sounds bad, cut it out. But uh, <laughs> you let me know. But I was like, I think I might have to demote a relationship to a doses friendship. Do you know, do you have people where you just like can't have too much mm-hmm. because yeah. then you will blow up or you will be irritated right. and it like that's taking a toll on your happiness. Yeah. So like, put them kind of in, in roles that you can handle. And yeah. sometimes it's just like, cutting down the time. I guess the question is, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this too, Jessica, is like, do you tell them that you're demoting them or do you just no. Subtly, no. subtly do it? Yeah. But no, you said but you, you told just, them. I know. Okay. I was okay, asking a friend if, if that is okay. Yeah. I think you, to call back earlier, you demote them from dinner to drinks. Yeah. Mm. So instead of like, let's yeah. go do something that's going to take all day. Right. Let's meet up for coffee. I haven't seen you in a while. Totally. Yeah. My gauge was like, I really don't like I mean, it's one thing to sort of like gossip about like celebrities in the abstract or something, but like, I don't ever want to say anything bad about my friends. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if there's a friend that I find that I keep having to vent or complain about, right. I feel really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to have friends that I have anything bad to say about. And yeah. so then I just 
pull back. Yeah. I think and, that's and I might still like a lot of their qualities, but I'm like, I don't want to, I, I mean, that's my biggest, one of my biggest fears, right? Is like, I leave here and you guys are like, oh my God, isn't she the worst? I think that's <laughs> everyone's <laughs> biggest fear. Yeah. I really so I don't want to so. do it to anyone else. I used to, I had this friend a couple of years ago and we would always be like, <laughs> with the people we liked, it's like, how much would you pay to see like a, a therapist recording of your crush? And like every, right. t- you get to see every uh, time they mentioned your name. Uh, do you want that footage or not? Yes. No. <laughs> right. No, I don't. And it's the same thing. Like you can hear everything good that anyone's ever said about you, but it also comes with the bad first. Right. So like if you're watching on a DVD, you have to go through all the chapters of every bad thing, every a super cut of horrible of everything about you. But then the bonus director's cut is like the copious amount of good. No, because I don't think the good can ever, it's that thing of yeah. like if you get a million compliments and then one person says one thing, yeah. that's the thing you hold on to yep. and you forget about all the good things. It's. I think they, somebody, somebody somewhere said it's five times as impactful. Yeah. Something bad is five times more impactful than something good. Right. Well, and for me personally, like, I feel like I have really good self-esteem about my personality and like my weak point is like, I, I feel less, you know, proud of certain physical things. Sure. But so my personality is something where I feel really confident about. I like myself. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to hear someone's take on my personality because that's the one thing I feel good about. And if you don't like my personality, then that's okay. We don't have to be friends. Yeah. Or you don't have to like me, but I don't need to hear that. Yeah. We actually kind of had an issue where we have a mutual friend who had been upset by something and we both like told this person a lot of really great things but they only heard the bad Mm. and it's like I relate to that it is so much easier you know to be like the bad is five times more impactful like I'll just rule out and it's also easy for me to be like well they're just being nice with the nice (laughs) yes oh my god bad things are all they mean it yeah (laughs) anytime my husband gives me a compliment I always go you have to say that you're my husband (laughs) and he's like no that's not how this this works that's like what you say to your mother that's what you say to a husband (laughs) yeah it's true but it's like compliments from him I don't take them seriously yeah I'm like you have to like me we're married (laughs) yeah right I feel like sometimes I, and I'm sure you guys have this too, sometimes like we just don't even hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone says something good that they really mean and something bad and you just hear the bad. It's so wild. Oh my God. Something yeah. good from a stranger is so much more impactful than yes. something good from someone that you're really like yeah. care about. So crazy. I know. That's why sometimes if I have like a close friend or a boyfriend, it's like, oh, they won't listen to me. But if they hear it from somebody else, oh, now it matters. I've <laughs> right? been telling you that for years. Yes. Or even like. I had an old manager who I was, I kept being like, watch Fleabag. This is before it was the sensation it is now. It yeah. was like early, early on season one. It just came out. I was like, it's so good. You have to watch it. It's right up your alley. And then maybe like a month or two later, he's like, have you seen the show Fleabag? Oh, So-and-so yeah. just told me to watch it. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> makes me so mad. I feel like I've been all of those people. Everybody right? we talked about, I've been yeah, everyone at true. some point in time. Yeah. Oh my God. All that to say, we're still on this intro game. Great. So here is the last couple of questions. First show you binged watched. Lost. Oh, maybe it was lost, but I never finished it. I, the first been. season, I remember, t- I was in college and I remember saying, I'm going to need a sick day to catch this. I'm going to need a sick day. Maybe it was Rome. Season Ooh. one, which I love. Never seen. So good. Me neither. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Oh... I try really hard to be honest, and then sometimes it is bad. Sometimes that makes it worse. Really? Because I've been told, and actually Isabella just told me this on my trip, like, 
sometimes I I can't focus. So like if I cancel today, right, which yeah. I didn't, but I could have, it would yeah. be like, I just got back into town. I'm sick. My car wouldn't start. And then you guys are like, this is a lie. You gave me three excuses. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's like too much. But <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. I'll like tell the truth, but it, it's it too just, much truth. Yes. It's, yeah. 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 It's okay. Bad. That's I good. feel like I, I always try to make the other person cancel. How do you do that? So it'll be things <laughs> Taking like. Taking notes again. <laughs> but so it's things like, oh, you sound so busy. Are you sure you have time for this? Oh. I can reschedule. It's like, is another day going to work better? Oh, I like I that. I do that. I try to be like ultra accommodating. And that's my way of being like, if the universe wants me to reschedule, they will. Yeah. yeah. If I'm supposed to go to this, the person won't take my out. <laughs> It's crazy how stuck on myself for a minute, but it's crazy how <laughs> like you can be tell like the more honest you are, the more it sounds like you're lying. That's I so know. unfair. Like 100% today, yeah. I, my flight got in at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. My car did not start on the way here. I'm sick. Like those are all valid reasons and right. I would give them all to you. Whereas like the better thing would be just to be like, I don't feel well. I'm sorry. Totally. But mm-hmm. the truth is everything is conspiring. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. truth is the universe hates me yes I also though if somebody says I don't feel well I don't want to do it that's my least favorite excuse really because in my brain I'm like I never feel well and yeah. I suck it up right <laughs> right what makes you so special <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah degrees of sickness yeah I guess sometimes I always feel like someone's like mm, I don't feel well yeah. I don't yeah. know it, so I think you have to have a more like specific <laughs> I'm on my way to the ER right <laughs> yeah that's acceptable <laughs> I will take that one. Higher stakes. Okay, and the last question is, the first time you cried in public, do you remember? Or the first one you can remember? I think I do. I can remember where I always cry. Where? You you have a specific place? Car. Yes. Car places. (laughs) Like, at a, like, an auto zone? Yeah, yeah, like at a place. I've had, I've had two Jeeps now, and they've had terrible runs, and I can very vividly remember crying in, like, a Firestone, it's just me being like a small girl who looks yeah. like I'm 16, always on my own, going to a place and they're like, ooh, honey. Yeah. It's going to be $2,000. No. Or it's going to be da-da-da. Or we can check this. Just constant crying. Oh. Because I'm so, I feel like I'm very type A. I do all my research. I don't know anything about cars. Yeah. So I need the thing to work. I need you to make it work. And then I just have no power to question your $2,000 guess. <laughs> right. And it just, I'm always... I'm so frustrated that I'm like, okay, I can't, and then I can't talk, and oh I'm my just God. bawling. That's so stressful. That Every is time. stressful. I think the first time that I, I mean, I'm sure I cried a lot as a baby. Oh, yeah, I do remember being, like, in the back of the classroom. <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah. But, I, but when I found out about my, my mom not being my biological mom, we were talking about it, like, at a restaurant. And I remember I had ordered mashed potatoes, and the— Waiter came back and was like, we're all out of mashed potatoes. And I burst into tears. Oh, no. And then I don't know if this part's real. I feel like I might have made it up like in, in a comedy where he's like, let me run to the kitchen and see what I can do. <laughs> Pounding French fries yeah. with his bare fist yes. trying to make them mash for you. Exactly. And when I was crying about something else, but that was just like the straw yeah. that let it all oh. out. <sighs> yeah. Do you remember yours? Have you already said it on here a bunch? I don't think I have said it. The, the first time I can really remember bawling was when I failed my driver's license test. Ugh. Yeah. Not good. Because I really wanted it. Relatable. Is no, it? Yeah. I failed mine and I talked my way into them passing me. How? Oh my gosh. Because my birthday was the next day. <gasps> and it was at night. And I'm a very open crier. I start crying. Whenever <laughs> I get frustrated or like I feel shocked or whatever, I just start crying. Yeah. It's for better, for worse. And 
sometimes it works against me when I cry or like I've been pulled over and I cry and cops yell at me, which is like not going to help the crying. Yeah. <laughs> but in that certain situation, the guy, it was a written, the guy goes, I mean, you know, you were supposed to stop at a stop sign, right? It was like one of those. He's like, you know that that's the right answer, right? And I was like, yes, I do know that. And he <laughs> erased it and circled the right one and let wow. me pass. Wow. That's so nice. That is nice. So it was a written test. You didn't have to actually drive? It was two components. I passed the driving mm. and then I failed the written. Right. Oh, man. Well, by the way, I think Megan and I have some like overlap in our love languages because part of when I'm like, you know, if it's a question that I really like, then I'm asking you also. And it's that feeling of like, if you care, you're going to ask me the question back. Right. <laughs> I The thing is, when I ask questions, I never expect the person to give mm. it back. But when they don't, I notice. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've noticed even like in meetings, because I know some people that are like, I hate general meetings. You're just answering a bunch of questions about yourself. Yeah. And I always ask questions too. Like if I have a general meeting and they're like, where are you from? I'll answer, but I'll be like, where are you from? And yes. they always seem so surprised. It's such a good, for anyone ever listening that yeah. are, are, is interviewing or having a meeting for yeah. anything. If you ask the people questions, they will love you. Yeah, because I think people, it's true. Yeah, it People like to talk about themselves. And exactly. They like to talk about themselves and it humanizes them and it makes them feel important too. Yeah. Because if it's just about you, they're like, okay, we get it. Right. But and like, you take the pressure off yourself a little bit. Always. So you can relax. That is true. I never think of that. Yeah. Oh, I am the, the person tip. that never asks back. <laughs> so this is like. It's the best tip for meetings and interviews because like, oh my God, it's just, it's so, you're in the hot seat. Yeah. I don't want to be in the hot seat. No, it helps diffuse <laughs> the heat. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a good time for us to take a break before we take a question. Um, we will take a break. You guys can check out another piece of advice you can find on Just a Tip podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we are back. We have a question from a 19-year-old person. And here it comes. (laughs) The craziest intro ever. (laughs) Hey, Meg. So (laughs) I'm 19 years old, and I've never been in a serious relationship. At the moment, there are three girls that I, like, really like 
talking to, but so far all we've ever like done is like you know just some joking like having fun type conversations, and something that I really hate when like starting a conversation with someone is small talk, and I guess how would I be able to skip that and have like deeper meaning more meaningful conversations outside of the playful. I guess flirty type conversations mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, um, like I would like to get to know these people better in order for me to make a decision on them. I'm not leading anybody on or anything like that, but you know, um, these are just three friends that I have that I'm kind of interested in, and I would like some help. Thanks a lot. That's so oh, sweet. That was <laughs> and it's a really good question. Yes. Yeah. I get so anxious when I'm stuck in small talk conversation. Yeah. What do you do? Do you have like a, a go-to way of bypassing that when what? somebody's like, how's the weather? I, I mean, you. I, so I feel like the advice is, but with a caveat, is like to be vulnerable yourself. Yes, you invite so, them to yeah, join you. You can, you can talk about something that is deeper and then see how they respond to it. But it's also sort of weird when, I don't know, I guess on the one hand I respect this too, but I went, it was a friend's birthday and I just got there like with the cake and games and trying to set up and... I see somebody and he's like, how are you? I'm like, good, how are you? You know, doing that quick thing, just trying to get acclimated to the party. And he's like, well, my father died. And it's like, oh, I wasn't prepared. Oh my God. Um, Which like, I can't hate on somebody for doing that. Of course. Yeah. Um, But also like, yeah, ideally you find the right moments. Yeah. I mean, I think on his part, that was probably not the best time when you're like. (laughs) Just getting somewhere. Maybe a twister and a red velvet. Like, I don't think (laughs) this is right. Exactly. So So you want to feel out your, exactly. Yeah. I had someone do that to me there. I was getting a flu shot at work and this guy was like, oh, it's going to be fine. Just think about your dog. And I go, my dog died two days ago. Oh my gosh. And he was like. I didn't know. And I was like, I know. And then I'm like bawling. But it was like, I dropped it on somebody else. I would say the thing that I always do, I was a film major. I love film and TV. I try to find something like that. Yeah. That you can really dive into having like fun conversations about. And then from there, it can even be like, oh my God, you like that? Let's go see that movie. Let's go see. Or do you want to come watch it? Or like when I started dating my husband, I remember saying that I really liked a TV show. I was like, oh, I'm just really binge watching the show. And he was like, you know, I have that show. Do you want to come over and watch it? Oh, sweet. And it was just like a thing. And I found out later it was his roommates and he had never seen it. (laughs) But he knew. He was like, no, 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 I have that show. Do you want to come over? Like, that's so sweet. Actually, Amir and I early on talked about how much we loved friends, even though I feel like it's very uncool to like friends. And we talked about friends when I was on your podcast. I I love it. Everybody likes it. I love that Amir loves friends. Yeah, we're like, we'll watch friends. But we didn't, we did a lot of small talk. Like Amir and I feel like I didn't get to know him for a long time. What was the small talk? Like when you start dating someone that has small talk, what are the types of conversations that you talk about? Because I always default to weather, but it's really like, what are you working on? Or like, right. what in your experience has, would, would you consider small talk? Weather for sure. It feels like small talk. <laughs> That's the smallest of talk. Oh, it's the worst. It's been really well, Especially nice. in LA. Because yeah. you're like, Oh, it's sunny. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, still sunny. Again. Yeah. I know that I'm the person that's like, I wish there were clouds. I wish there was rain. I like rainy days. <laughs> right. I do too. Because I just came back from Chicago and everybody was complaining about the cold. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. Even though I like I'm sick talking now. about food also. Mm. I think food like that's good. a fun, like talking about good food around town or like what's your favorite food or... There are I like things it that sometimes. I'm passionate about that I'm like, it yeah. can spur more conversation. Yeah, you're sometimes like I'm like, the sparkle in the eye. It depends on mm-hmm. how the food conversation is going. Cause I've had that where I'm like, what do you like when you're here? And I'm getting excited and writing stuff down. And then I've also had it where I'm like, 
are you really detailing this to me right now? Like, I don't have this food in front of me. I don't need to hear all about it. We just have nothing to say to each other. This is bad. Oh no, when I'm bored, I love thinking about food. So like (laughs) having a big food conversation, it helps. Yeah. Even if I'm hungry, I love it. (laughs) It's the best. It's just crazy that like we all as humans just want to connect and we all want to talk about something and we want to be loved. But it's so crazy that we have all of these like blockages in in, in between me and the other person that it's like, well, if we can just like shed those off, then we can get to what we really want to talk about. And what is that? But I've, I've been coming across a lot of people that aren't as willing to just be yes. open right away. So you almost have to like lubricate the opening. Very word, very word, <laughs> word choice. Um, yeah. Just no, in order to, like, to get to that place. Yeah. So like, let's go. What are, I guess, two small talk topics that aren't annoying that you can start leveraging into like realer topics? Because you kind of have to do a gateway conversation in order to get deeper. I mean, I think Jessica's example. Even Food you, is good. Oh, well, well I was oh, thinking movies. movies and TV. Oh, movies is great. That's really yeah. great. Because then it can be like, well, here's what I like about it. And this is what I related to. And that gets yeah. you into your personal life. And when we, oh, that's, yeah. I like yeah. that too. When we were on your podcast just before this, you asked what character would we be yeah. in Pan's Labyrinth? And I think that's a really good question. So if yeah. you ask someone like, what's your favorite movie? And they're like, uh, Billboard Dad. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's Mary-Kate and Olsen. Mary-Kate and Olsen. Just double you know, them Mary-Kate and her sister Olsen. <laughs> it's a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. So which one are you? Mary-Kate or Ashley? <laughs> yeah, or the dad. Or right. the billboard. Right. Like you could be all of them. The brother for sale. Yeah. If that, I think that's a good question. Like, who would you be yeah. in this movie? That is a great, going back to people just want to talk about themselves. There's something fun about which of these exciting characters yeah. would you be? Right. It's also a good glimpse into like how they see themselves yes. versus what they're really oh, yeah. like. Like with Pan's Labyrinth, if any of us were like, the I'm captain. the brave little girl. Yeah, the captain. But totally. even, even someone more flattering, it's like, would you really stand up? To, yeah. <laughs> would you tell truth to power in that situation? Right, like, right, right. You know, so it's just like a, um, an ego that somebody yeah. might have. I think that's, uh, we answered that you, everyone listening should definitely go listen to that episode. Um, but we all, no one was the brave little girl. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was so nice. Yeah. Nobody was <laughs> pretending to be cooler than right. they were. <laughs> exactly what we were. Yeah. I think that's so nice. I actually made a Google Doc once uh, called An Interview No One Asked For. And I made it after meeting a friend of mine for the very first time. And I was like, wow, that's a person that's so fascinating that I want to know so much about. I'm going to see if I can pull it up right now and just like see a couple of the questions. Because it was like really, I got like some good ones. This is one. If you had a gun to your head and had to recite lyrics to a song and could only get a grace allotment of 10 wrong words, what song would you choose? Oh, I like that. That's Actually, a crazy question. Amir yeah. asked me that early on. He's like, what songs do you know by heart? And yeah. we just like went back and forth with lyrics. And that was fun. Oh. That is fun. Yeah. Or like, what's your Desert Island book? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Desert Island the anything. <laughs> Desert Island book, food, movie, yeah. song. Yeah, those are great ways. If you And especially if you do it like as a game, like as a fun, like, yeah. what would be your three? That's yeah, kind yeah. of like a fun thing to play. And then that yeah. you can have more conversations from that. I like that too. There's another one that was like, if you had an insane amount of money, what were are some of the frivolous things that you would buy that like mm. no one really needs? Like, would you have a, a chef or a, a stylist? Or I always say like my answer is a mariachi band for anything. Amazing. <laughs> that's such a good answer. Yeah, but that's it. What are, I would love to know what your two answers would be for that. I mean, you made it, once you said chef, I was like, yes. Yes. Because <laughs> it's become such a chore to feed myself. It's I like forget lot. how to do it every single time. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Somebody to feed me would be good. Okay. <laughs> chef? I want a new car 
all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, there are people who like you lease a car and then when it's a year old or whatever, you go and get another one. And then you're never in that position where your car is dying so much that you don't have money to put into a new one. Right. And I can't, I said this today. I was like, if I was smart, I would do that. Mm. I would just never, as soon as like a, I bought a car in a few years, I would trade it in and then get another car. Yeah. Because I hate being in that position of like, okay, well, I can't afford a new car. Right. Yeah. So I guess I'll put in 2000 into this one. Oh, I want to add one thing, which was I read Cavalier and Clay years ago, and it's like a rags to riches story, if whatever. When they finally get very wealthy, one of them has um, like a record player, but it has uh, a few chambers so that you can put like three records in and oh, then yeah. it'll play one, flip it, then put in the next one, cool. flip it. Yeah. And when, as soon as I read that, I was like, when I'm rich, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you like have Spotify, but yeah, you want the right. record player to do all the work What's for your you? answer? Do you have one? I think mine would still be mariachi band. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just really like good. dumb. Like, it's so fun. I just think it's so funny. Like if my friend got like a, a, a good job or something or is like booked a role, yeah. I would like send the mariachi band <laughs> to them. So good. It's just fun. Yeah. Fun and quirky, I guess. I like it. But like on a more practical level like I don't know probably a personal trainer or something <laughs> you're fit Megan oh Meg. thank you I like Meg. the familiar Meg I know which is hilarious because no one calls me that's so cute <laughs> okay but for that guy I'd also say if you're if you're trying to figure out which girl to go for mm-hmm. try these things and then the one where you're just not feeling like you feel like you're really struggling yeah then that's not the one yeah it's not supposed to be really hard in the beginning it is not supposed to be really hard in the beginning once more. <laughs> I yeah. do feel like... <sighs> you think it's supposed to be hard in the no, beginning? No, no, not that it's supposed <laughs> to. Just that that I feel like I was like doing all the lifting in the beginning with the mirror. Because oh. I remember we went on a first date and it was good. But like he thought we had this great first date. And I'm like, yeah, because I asked all the questions yeah, and yeah, I yeah. did all the work. Right, right, right. And then I was like, all right, this wasn't that great. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I see that too. I mean, I've been in that situation too. It should be, I mean, even if it's a little bit of like legwork, it should be with reward at the end. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we can, can, once you ask the question right. and then the connection and you're like, okay, so we have the connection. We just have to get there on my terms or I've got to like yeah. steer the gondola. But right. then like, yeah. Which, yeah that's, I think that's just accounting for nerves basically. Totally. Being- well, it's the butterfly thing. I want yeah. butterflies when I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. Or I'm not interested. <laughs> Butterflies or bust. <laughs> okay. So for this guy, if we could give one last tip, um, cause we already gave like a couple really cool conversation topics and then he knows whichever one he goes for is great. But one like parting tip, uh, he wants to get to know these people better and he just wants to get into the deeper, meaningful conversations. Actually, I think we've already done it. Oh, I would say have a game night. <gasps> oh, that's a good idea. Have a game night. Invite the girls that you're All interested. All the girls like invite a bachelorette all. episode. <laughs> but also other people. <laughs> and then play like taboo and like categories yeah, yeah, yeah. and these games that are really revealing of people and like how well they work with other people and how well their brain functions. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's a good way to awesome. know like yeah. how I love game nights. That's but I would how, say maybe don't invite all three girls. So I don't know no, how you yeah. decide which one well, to maybe invite. Maybe he has to do three game nights. But yeah. do all the girls know that he's into all of them? Right. Well, if he's into all of them and they're all friends, then you can't invite one and not invite the others. Because I'd be like, why didn't I get invited? Yeah. Yeah. Proceed with caution. You don't want to be punished for being liked. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, 
I never finished watching Friday Night Lights. I've only seen the first like season, season and a half. But I feel like because he says that he's 19, he's never been in a relationship, which I don't think is crazy at 19. Yeah. No, I met my husband at 19. There you go. But you had never been in a serious, I had never yeah. been in a relationship before that. Wow. Yeah. And I have a friend who's like nearly 30 and has never been in like a real relationship. You know, it just depends. But um, I think the best depiction of a relationship is in Friday Night Lights. Coach and Tammy Taylor have like the best relationship mm-hmm. ever. In season one, that was my favorite thing. And I've seen it online too, where people just talk like they're, the way that they treat each other and the way that they handle conflict. Oh. So I'm like, study them if you can. <laughs> them and uh, Morticia that. and Gomez from Adam's Family. Oh, I love Jim and Pam from The Office. Oh, mm-hmm. I, they have That's a good my relationship. Ideal. I haven't, I've only watched The British Office and they get together at the end. So you don't really see how they oh. interact together. You need to watch The American. I think okay. The American Office has ruined my relationships with men because if people do Jim Halpert moves, which has happened in the past, I'm like, oh, you like me. Otherwise, you don't. So it's like if no one's doing these grand <laughs> gestures, you don't like me. Like what? So one time, I uh, this will be the last story I tell, but one time I was <laughs> dating this guy and we were we were talking but not fully dating. So I had like, uh, I was talking to other people like as friends, but he was the only person that I was like romantically interested in. But I do have a lot of guy friends and I, he was taking me to the airport and, uh, which is already so nice. Yeah. And I left my <laughs> iPad at his house cause it was dead and I couldn't bring it on this job. My job was in Arizona and we lived in California and the iPad turned on and then it just like backlogged every text message I've ever sent ever. So he saw all of my friends, like my guy friends, uh, text messages to, text messages to me and then saw like some old flirty stuff from like months prior. And he was just like, I remember being in the air feeling really sick for some reason. Something's not sitting well with me. And I land and instantly when you land and and have to like meet an organizer for whatever event this is, I couldn't even introduce myself because I was on the phone with him and he was screaming, crying and was like, we need to figure this out. Like we need to be together or not right now. Make a decision. And I was like, I truly can't. I have to go teach this dance class. And (sighs) that's a red flag to me. Yeah. Make the decision right now. Yeah. No. It was a lot. And when I went to, I taught the class and then I think I like performed or something. And then right when I came back to the hotel, he was there. So he had driven eight hours straight, a hundred miles per hour just to be like, I love you. Let's be together. Wow. And so I was like, oh, he must like me. And I didn't like me. (laughs) After he told me he loved me. Oh, I guess he likes me. I guess he kind of likes me. Huh. He thinks I'm cute. Right. I don't like that at all. I mean, we're not together now. Yeah. No, that there's like... Like he's feeling something that's so like everything's falling apart right in this minute Mm. and it's not. Yeah. And like if to him, I would say like, just take a minute. Yeah. Just take a breath. She didn't tell you that she's, you know, like I'm seeing someone in Arizona. It's not like it's do or die right this minute. But yeah. did you love it that he did that? I mean, I was like, this is flattering. Yeah. But I, I didn't say I love you back. And then he got right. mad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was weird. Oh, yeah. Boy. But you, you're saying that's what you expect for someone to like you. You want I, yeah. them to do these bold. I think I, I wouldn't say expect, but like I do like it. It's more obvious yeah. to me when it's very obvious right. that they like me. And also I think like, I don't know, even like holding the door open, like that's something super small. But yeah. like when if someone doesn't do it, it's like. Okay. I still notice too if somebody doesn't stand on the side closer to the street when you're walking on the sidewalk. Do you? I don't know why. I don't like really, be- like if a wayward car comes and hits us, they'll yeah. probably kill us both. <laughs> yeah. But there's something about just making the effort to stand on that the side closer nice to the street. That is a nice one. You know what I love? Yeah. 
it's like a small, I'm not a grand gesture person. Mm. I love, if I share a dessert with my husband, he always saves the last bite yes. for me. Yeah. Save it's the like, last, and the first. Yeah. <laughs> but it's little things like that. Or like if I mention something that I like, oh, I really liked that movie and I haven't seen it since I was a kid. He'll like rent it. Oh, that's so sweet. sweet. And it, he'll just surprise me. And I'm like, oh my God, you listened. That's, that's really sweet. Oh I think my it's God. like the little things. Okay. It's so the little things. And it's some gestures. Yeah. <laughs> I like the little, I've never had to like a major gesture, but I will say somebody that I went on a bunch of dates with who's now married and good for them. Um, <laughs> but I think <laughs> sounds he, like good for them. <laughs> I think um, he's a really good first date or first handful of dates. And like anybody who wants this advice, I think is really good. We matched on a dating app. We were talking about meeting up. I was sick. Um, and he sent, he also has a lot of money, so that helps. But he like sent <laughs> over. Helps. It really does. He um, he Postmates like uh, matzo ball soup to my place Aww. before we'd even met. So that wow. was really nice. I was comfortable giving him my address because we had mutual friends and I was like in an apartment. So I was like, he doesn't know. Like I still went to the door to get it. But he sent me food. And then on our first date, this song was playing. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, I love this artist. And then he was like, do you know this song? And I was like, no. And I pulled out my phone to write it down. And he was like, don't worry, I'll remember. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I got an email that was like, so-and-so has sent you, basically like bought an album for me. And I all I had that. to that was No one's ever done that for me. That was so nice. That's a cool one. Someone, yeah, that's- Sent I, you an album? That's sent a good me a, it, Well, it wasn't an album. It was a little bit more because he wanted to share it. It was like an episode of a show that I didn't mm. watch, but he like had bought it, which I yeah, thought was nice. And that then is. sending, postmating food, I think is that's a really, really nice yeah. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Although when you said I hadn't met him, I, I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he's a really nice guy. Like, because bi like big grand gestures scare me. Yeah, really. These yeah. are smaller, so I like it. I'm with you. Like, anytime gestures. I've had a big gesture, I've been like, we should break up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brad did one. You should tell her about that. Where you thought he was going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I thought my husband was going to kill me. <laughs> that's I can't uh, watch Unsolved Mysteries. Like, that's why I haven't been married yet, because Unsolved Mysteries has changed my life child. Life child? My childhood and lifestyle. I thought you were saying it like life comma child, like you're calling the audience a child. <laughs> no, I had one that I really didn't like, <laughs> where I was out of town and I came home, and he had a key to my apartment, no big deal. But I came home, and he was in my apartment. I was like, this isn't good. Oh, no. And then... All over my walls was pictures of me. It spelled out on post-its, I love you. And on each post-it, he had written something nice that he liked about me. Oh, my God. And it was so much that I I walked in. I saw it. I immediately walked out and called my mom and was like, I have to end this. Wow. It's too much. How, it's too how much long love. into the relationship was that? Maybe a year. Well... That's sweet. I like that. Yeah. I It would be weird if it was month three. <laughs> right. Oh, no, yeah. Week one. Yeah. Day one. Day oh. one. I always ask, and I didn't on our podcast, but I like to ask, like, what's something that's not a horror that to you feels like one? <laughs> and, and something that really sticks out to me that feels like this is early on in This Is Us, she, Chrissy Metz breaks up with this guy, and then she flies home for Christmas, and he flies in to surprise her. And to me, that's a fucking horror like I broke up with you yeah and now you've flown to my hometown oh that happened to me I forgot oh that's oh awful my God. don't you think although our guest was like oh I love that that sounds amazing I mean, Alessandra was it like, wasn't perfect. my hometown but I like fled the city to get away and oh, no. he ended up coming too which in a way I was like oh you're fighting for me this is great uh so I didn't really see it as that but I could see how that would be like did no. you stay with him no 
Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I think we've really helped you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Jessica's first podcast yes! guest. Yes, I've never been a guest on anything. You were incredible. Oh, Do you okay. have any tips on anyone that's going to be a future guest in a podcast that, that you can give insight to? Uh, listen. <gasps> listening is the best. Yeah. Even in just like not podcasting, but like listening has really just helped my life. No, because it's <laughs> so easy to spend the time when someone's talking, thinking about what funny thing I could say next or what important mm-hmm. thing, how will they like me? Yeah. And it's just so much easier if you just listen to what they're saying. I know. It's so tip. important. Do you have any tips for your, your past selves? And that'll be our last tip ever. Ever. This podcast is over after this one. <laughs> My past and present self, I just want to be like, calm down. Yeah. yeah. But it's so hard. Don't be so scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love both of those. That's and you? so sweet. Ooh. Um, this is my love language. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I never really asked this one. Uh, my uh, past and present, I'll give my present self. Take the time you need for what mm. you need. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. This is all good. I love ending <laughs> on such a wholesome note. Everyone, where can everyone, I'm asking everyone, where can children, child, <laughs> love child, kills it, life child, life child, life child, so stupid. Where can people find you on the internet aside from your horror podcast? Yeah. Oh, which is He's Right Behind You podcast. Yes. That's right. On Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm at Avital Ash on Twitter and Instagram. And is there anything else? Oh, I'm Avital Ash 420 on my my Facebook fan page. <laughs> nice, dude. dude. I'm dude. at Jess Rich 4204 on Instagram. But she's very private and like is actually private also. I am private. Ooh, what's that life like? It's nice. Although, you know what? When people want to follow me that I don't know or don't have people in common with, I'm like, how did you find me? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to build a fan base. <laughs> I like to keep things close to the best. Also, you said you did some stalking. I feel like Jessica's hard to stalk. She was. That's why we skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have a question or burning concern or sticky situation, anything really, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age and we'll do the best we can. In this case, I think we crushed it. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. And we'll see you next week on Just a Tip. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.